You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. This is the Internet's only college football podcast. You're welcome, Internet. Hey, but before we discuss what we were going to discuss on the show today... And we have a topic ahead of time, which is easily like 50% better than we usually do. We do have something we want to discuss with you. A little bit of business. What kind of business? Well, that would be podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business. Podcast business. What's that business? It's a business. Podcast business. Selling new underwear. Fancy underwear you get at your home, man. Kind of cost a little bit more than usual, but it's really good. Yeah. You okay. you get the underwear at your home? Yes. It comes to you at your home. Oh, it underwear. arrives to your home. Mm. It arrives I've... on the breeze. It, it flies to your home. I like how there was a little hitch at the end of the first line of the lyrics to podcast business that indicated you may have forgotten the lyrics to the second line of podcast business, which are podcast business. What's that business? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this is a different verse, you know, like you usually <laughs> don't sing the, the fourth verse. You sing the first three. Yeah. It, it dep- maybe this is a, maybe this is a split in the a canonical split in the full cast church. Our big fluffy boy contains multitudes and a number of biomes. This is the, uh, the altar call version. Mm. Jason has questions, by the way, about current deacons and uh, current deacons, bishops and other officials. No, I have questions because having been lying curled up at death's door for the past, what, three weeks, I didn't know Joe Moorhead was at Oregon now. Joe Moorhead is at Oregon. You didn't know Joe Moorhead was at Oregon now. I'm sounding like I knew that before today. 
Holly, we do have one little element of business to take care of first, and then I have another element of business. So uh, would you take care of our first installment of the business, please? What was I supposed to do? Oh, we're going back to Texas. Texas. That is correct. What are we going to be? Why are we going? What are we doing there? Uh, We're going going to El Paso. God, I wish. Uh, No, we're going to the, eh, not the worst. There are worse parts of Texas, I suppose, than Austin. Uh, We're going back to South by Southwest as we apparently continue to be part of Vox Media to their everlasting exasperation. Uh, We've been invited to their little Southwest shindig. If you go to scottfrostday.com, it has been helpfully redirected. You can RSVP and reserve your spot. We are, I believe, we think, performing on Sunday, March 15th. Uh, Vox's little setup is at the Belmont. Also, if you scroll through uh, Vox's South by Southwest splash site, you will see that my photo is my Sports Illustrated headshot from 2011. I don't know where they got it. Uh, and everybody else's headshot on this program has been cropped from their iTunes art. Uh, if there were ever any question of how well and how adeptly we fit into the Vox Media ecosystem, uh, you can scroll through and play four of these things are not like the others. Also, the way they have it set up, it looks like Deepak Chopra is opening for Jane, which I love. As as he should. Yeah, correct. Right? So yeah, come see us 15th in Austin, March 15th. Go ahead, RSVP. Um, if you come, who knows? Maybe we'll have a special guest, Deepak Chopra. Am, am I bringing snakes again? Yes. Are they going to be more elegant snakes than last year? Because we decided to go fewer than 10 days before South by this year. Also, yes. How many snakes? Oh, oh, buddy. We're going to find that out together. Another little bit of podcast business to take care of. That would be bannersociety.com that is the mothership that is the site that keeps the lights on if you um want to just get a little sample of what we're doing but you're like oh i I wish i didn't have to type in a url and it could just come to my phone dang like all those other valuable emails i get right from bonobos.com and discounthandguns.net that's right we made the mistake of having you tell people to read their email I did. I did. I think it's actually more powerful coming from me because I opened my email just to get the bandersociety.com newsletter. That is where we put out a shocking amount of content, frankly, from all of our <laughs> contributors, uh, from Richard Johnson to Stephen Godfrey to myself. We send to- a shocking amount of email. Is that what you're saying? We do. We said, we, to sh- well, for an organization affiliated with me, absolutely. Way to get them to sign up for the email. Content, answer. shocking amount of content, but just enough emails, a daily newsletter. Substantial, but not too much. Jason, do you want to interrupt him and get on with the show before he makes this worse? Bannersociety.com slash subscribe. Slash subscribe. So I, I'm just sort of trying to wrap my mind around the um, the volume of email that we are proposing people get. It feels like anywhere between one and 1000 per week, which I guess yeah. that's accurate. Sure. Yeah. I, I think that's accurate. I stand by that. How, out of how to, out of every 10 emails you get, Jason, how many are actually valuable? Uh, well, if you're counting, you know, spam and trash and filtered stuff and stuff that's just on unread forever, uh, probably none other than this one. So folks better subscribe. That's it. Sign up for the first good email you will ever get. Fantasy.com <laughs> slash subscribe. 
So um, today's primary topic been alluded to via Joe Moorhead. Uh, you sort of look up in the middle of February and realize, oh shit, Joe Moorhead lives in Oregon now. He used to live on the complete other side of the country. Look at him. At this rate, he's going to be coaching in Tokyo next season. He's doing the reverse Mariota in terms of quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Um, shit. When Mariota leaves Nashville, where's he going to go? Cincinnati? Oh God. Buffalo? Good. Can you go to someplace more Nashville than Nashville? I posit. No, he's actually going to go to Portland and it will be a complete, like, it'll be a complete mind bender because he'll go, why am I unhappy here? And he'll realize Portland is just Nashville with a beanie and flannel on. He'll realize he's playing for the XFL's second expansion team. Yeah. Once team nine gets the call up. They'll just be called that. They'll have run out of money for branding. It'll just be Team 9. Yeah, Team 9 is when you only have eight creative team logos, and you're just FCS Southeast. Vince is like, think of a gimmick. Work it. That is a pretty fucking good gimmick, though. Team 9. <laughs> team 9? I think Team 9 sounds hard as hell, actually. Doesn't? Who are you? We're Team 9. It's the fucking Dharma Initiative team. I'm scared to shoot them. Yeah. That's a, uh, isn't, isn't that the dangerous sector or whatever in the hunger games is that right it is now yeah very up on i'll I'll ask my child she'll know um speaking of i i had a a, a, an additional question i wanted to run past y'all um we were at disney a few weeks ago and we were realizing like there's lots of like disney marvel crossover stuff now as the entire pop culture apparatus unites into one industrial complex um and we were talking about like, so once they finally get the Spider-Man stuff, then it'll really be a complete uh, monolithic overlord. And at that point, you will start to see Venom versions of Disney characters. Like they sometimes do Venom versions of Marvel characters. So we were trying to figure out the best Venomized Disney characters, such as like Venom Eeyore. Oh, Winnie <laughs> Venom Winnie. Um, Venom Carl from Up, for example. Um, Venom, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, which I think was my personal favorite, but I just wanted to speak that, speak that into the universe, uh, make sure it was as in as many brains as possible. Uh, and yeah, that was the Lord placed that on my heart today. I'm well, I appreciate the Lord putting that in your heart because now he's put Venom Goofy in my soul. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Venom Goofy would be incredible because I don't know if he'd be that much different. I want the voice to be like, what if the Venom, okay, Venom doing Goofy's yodel is what I'm trying to get to. (laughs) 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 The one that um, Venom Stitch from Lilo and Stitch was the one that was most like, no, that's the same. That's 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 no change there. So um, that brings us to our main topic. It doesn't at all, but actually kind of does toward the end. Um, So the idea here is we're going to bring back the annual. We're doing it's the second time we've done it. Therefore, it's annual coaching carousel catch up trivia game. Ran out of C's. Uh, We're going to do Holly versus Spencer. I am our quiz assembler for the day. The idea is to guess not new head coach hires, but from newly assembled FCS coaching staffs, three truths and a lie coaches who are on this staff. Um, for, so for each, I will read four names. One of them is not currently employed as of recording by this football team. This is terrifying. So for, <laughs> uh, it, it, sh- it should be fun. And like, you know, I like 
I even having assembled the quiz would probably miss many of these. So the scoring system, I think to, you know, to prevent two people having to like buzz in and race to buzz in and all that. I think what we do is you each start with three points and you bet as many as you want on each answer as we go. How's that sound? That sounds good. Okay. I'll, I'll keep track along the way. Um, let us start with, as all things do, Florida Atlantic. Okay. The four names I will read for you. Three of them are actually on FAU staff. One is not. Jim Levitt, Charlie Weiss Jr., Clint Trickett, and Lance Goodry. Clint is a lie. Spencer, do you have? I'm gonna no. I'm gonna say that Lance Gidry is a lie. Unfortunately, the lie is Charlie Weiss Jr. Shit. Whoa! Wait, and did Lane take him to Ole Miss? Now, don't look it up, by the way, because some well, of these. Okay. Some okay. Of these no, 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 no. Can this I read the web page no, that Spencer has no, open right now? No. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, it's wait, a T Nation, but uh, I won't tell you the topic. Next. <laughs> What are we looking at? He's on T Nation. The next I won't qu- tell you the topic. The next question, please. Okay. <laughs> Unless I hear otherwise, I will assume you're betting one point <laughs> on each. <laughs> yes. That's zero for both of us. We're all you're, to agree. You're both start. down to two. You're down to two points. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're staying in the state of Florida. USF, the four coaches Charlie Weiss Jr., again, <laughs> Scott again? Schaefer, Daquan Bowers, and Pat White. See, Bowers is a lie. I will also take, I know, actually, I'm going to go Charlie Weiss Jr. All right. The answer for this one is our lie is Scott Schaefer. That is minus one point for both of you. Charlie Weiss Jr. is indeed employed by USF. Uh, up next, a fun one, Rutgers. <laughs> oh, God. Four coaches. One of them is not currently at Rutgers. Bob Diaco. Augie Hoffman, <laughs> Nunzio Campanile, <laughs> and Jim Panagos. Uh, I'm going to say that second one. Augie Hoffman. Augie Hoffman. Uh, the last one. Jim Panagos. The correct answer is Bob Diaco. Man, I thought... God, can Bob Diaco get a break? He's so handsome. I thought, I thought Bob was like surely that guy. He is uh, employed... Elsewhere within the Big Ten. Hmm. So, it's something that I imagine will come up in a moment. Yes, go ahead. Things are better for him than they appear. Uh, next Jason, up, you're kind of quiet. Can we crank you up? Do what? Uh, Mike is in my face. I'm not sure what more What's I happening? can do here. Let me just unplug it. Plug it works. Hello, how's this? Oh, that sounds so much better. That yeah. does sound better. Mics are scams. Yep. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, San Diego State. <clears throat> oh god jim hecklinski john hoke kurt mattix and hunky cooper <laughs> i'm gonna say hunky cooper uh maddox the correct answer is john hoke they have a brady but not a john i thought oh, i thought brady, i know i thought brady was yeah i lost on the brady hiring the family i might have made that one too tricky because I mean, you got a hoke. I'm going to give you a half for that one. All right, All right. How about that. 
You're down to negative half a point each. <laughs> Man, this is going so well. So here's here was the hardest one to narrow down. Some of these, it was like, there's not enough interesting real names. With this one, there's too many interesting real names. Ole Miss. Oh, God. Mm. We have Derek Nix. All right. Daryl Buckley. Bradley Dale Pavito. And Joe John Finley. Nix. Joe John Finley. The correct is Bradley Dale Pavito. <laughs> special teams coordinator at Texas A&M. <laughs> I no longer feel bad about not knowing that Joe Moorhead was at Oregon. I now feel bad about not knowing all this other stuff. It's well, now you know where Joe John Finley is. This is the important thing. This is true. Joe uh, John, fin- Joe John Finley. God, Man, how is about he- nominative determinism is real? How is he not? Uh, yeah. All right, go ahead. He's an Ole Miss. Uh, University of New Mexico. Rocky Long. Okay. Danny Gonzalez. Frank Spaziani. And Jamie Christian. Spaziani. Jamie Christian. Because I think Spaziani's there. Holly is correct. Ah! Spencer is close, as is at New Mexico State. Ah! You were confident, and that was your mistake. Uh, Baylor. Rhett Lashley. Rhett! What was that, Spencer? Rhett! (laughs) Yeah, him, Larry Fedora, Jorge Munoz, and Dennis Johnson. Fedora? Dennis Johnson. Uh, the person who is not there is Rhett Lashley. Huh? Is, is, uh, I forget where. I didn't write down where. He's somewhere else. Uh, Boston College. Matt Applebaum, Frank Signetti, Kignetti, I'm not sure. One of the two. Steve Shimko and Jeff Halfley. Okay, I know that the last guy is the head coach, but it only because it took us half of the, of the title game to figure it out. At this point, we're just working together because we're both incredibly stupid. I'm going Frank Signetti because he sounds like a pit guy. <laughs> uh, trick question. None of them are there except Jeff. Yes, Holly is right. Uh, Frank does sound like a pit guy, but this was Boston College. Holly is winning by four points. Dang it! <laughs> uh, Blown out. <laughs> you're getting, well, Spencer, you have negative 4.5 points. You can gamble. So if you're very certain, you can... <laughs> Dig even right. in the hole. Uh, App State, Mark DeBastiani, Armani Edwards, Sean Clark, and Tony Peterson. Tony Peterson is not there. Armani Edwards. I'm going to counter. I'm going to counter this one. What a comeback. Spencer is correct. Armani Edwards is, as far as I can tell, not currently a coach. Uh... Folks, we're almost halfway done. How exciting is that? Uh, <laughs> Florida State. Mark Snyder, Walt Bell, Randy Shannon, Alonzo Hampton. I know Randy's there. I really, let's see. And I think Walt Bell's there too. Snyder. Yeah, I'll go with that. Uh, the correct answer is Randy Shannon is not there. Wait, huh? what? Now, I was confident, and that was my mistake. He is Wait, at the moment. He's in Florida, at, isn't he? He's at UCF, very close. Damn it. I, I mix up, once again, I mix up the two great football powerhouses in the state of Florida. That's right, well, one UCF. Has, one has a national title in the last five years. Mm. 
That's the, that's the way I usually tell them apart. Yeah, having mentioned UCF, by the way, they're on. They're they're listening now. They all <laughs> immediately tuned in right now. They might be in your car behind you if you're listening to this in your back seat. That's fine. Yeah. They're extremely uh, friendly in a way. Um, Washington, uh, Andy Avalos, Avalos, one of the two, Junior Adams, Bob Gregory, John Donovan. Bob Gregory. So, I'm sorry, which school is this again? This is Washington. It's John Donovan because I believe he's at – oh, no, no, he's at Washington. He's definitely there. Um, okay. Glad we had to talk. Yeah, no, I forgot. Washington hired him, and that's not going to be good for them because uh, Penn State's offenses when John Donovan was the coordinator there. Not exactly inspiring. Bored now. Yeah. I'm going to go with the first one. Spencer is correct. We are tied. I don't feel like you should get points if you can't remember who it was. <laughs> yeah, the school can only be said once. Yeah, wait, you forgot where and who it was in the same question. But got it right. The magic is still here. Go back. I think to with you. any multiple choice test, you know, if you if you just say B, whatever it was, you know, this it happens true. to be B. Uh, Old Dominion, there's some good names here. Remington Rebstock. Oh, shit, yes. Ricky Rain. Taylor Heineke. And Kevin Smith. I'm going to go Ricky Rain. Man, I hope it's not Kevin Smith. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Kevin Smith because that's a boring name. Okay. It is Taylor Heineke, currently a member of your St. Louis Battle Hawks. Cacao. <laughs> you should be. Cacao, indeed. I forgot whether we were the Battle Hawks or the Battle Wings. The name, by the way, should be should always have that little hitch in it from not being able to remember it fully, right? <laughs> battle I think that's a very that's a very XFL like. There should be Team Nine and then the Battle <clears throat> Hawks. <laughs> the, yeah, going through and uh, another piece of Banner Society Infowars content is the um, going through the most XFL names in football history. There are so many Hawks with adjectives: thunder and war and blood and steel and I think Thunderhawks, I think, is the best possible nickname just because of how many end, how many good ones end with Hawks and start with Thunder. Yeah. I trust your judgment implicitly after how many of them you have read over the past uh, couple of weeks. I've looked at Counting Pro in college, about 4,000 different football names. So Uh, here is another one. The Fresno State Bulldogs. Bulldogs being the third most common college team nickname. William Inge, Kalen DeBoer, Roman Sapolu, and Bodie Reader. <laughs> I don't even know which of these names is the most Fresno, let alone Fresno. I, <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I just uh, want to Sapolu. I just want to say Bodie Reader out loud. So Bodie Reader. Now do it to black and yellow. Bodie Reader, Bodie Reader, Bodie Reader, Bodie Reader. Spencer is correct and has taken the lead. Which brings us to UNLV. It's time to gamble. If, if anybody wants to gamble, now's the time. Hello. Cameron Norcross, uh, Mike McIntyre, Marcus Arroyo, and Kenwick Thompson. Mike McIntyre. I'm not sure, so I will also say Mike McIntyre. Does anybody want to gamble? Tail rider. Do I want to gamble? No. Trick question. They're all there. Uh, no, that, that, one is, that one is not the case here. All right. Do, do we want to gamble on Mike McIntyre? Probably oughta. 
<laughs> I don't think he's there. I nope. really don't. Okay, well, you're correct for one point. Uh, Hawaii. Brennan Marion, G.J. Kinney, Victor Santa Cruz, and Matt Mummy. Yes, of the Mummy family. I'm going to say, what was the third one, Santa Cruz? Yes. I'm going to say Mummy because I feel like no. if he had gotten out to Hawaii, he that that uh, Hal would also be there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coaching remotely, y'all. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the third one, Santa Cruz. Correct. Uh, let's go to Memphis, straight from Hawaii to Memphis. On the, the natural progression of all souls. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Odom, Ryan Silverfield, Mike McIntyre, and Kyle Pope. Mm, I feel like every Memphis team automatically has a Kyle from like the preppy side of Memphis, so that's he's there. Mike McIntyre, I'm not sure, to be honest. But I thought he was on, like, some real veteran kind of squad. So I'm going to say Mike McIntyre's not there. I don't think it's McIntyre either. Although geographically it would make sense. Because he worked at Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Jason, can we have the names again? Barry Odom, Ryan Silverfield, Mike McIntyre, and Kyle, P- Kyle Pope has, I believe, been eliminated from both your boards. Mm. I don't think Barry Odom's at Memphis. All right. I'm going to say McIntyre. All right. You are now tied. What a comeback by Holly. Shit, yes. Uh, here's, okay, here's a good one. Michigan State. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, what time is it? What time are we recording? Yeah. <laughs> Details may change. Yeah. Uh, uh, any of these fellows might be gone soon. Mike Tressel, Shane Beamer, Jim Bowman, Don Treadwell. Mm, Treadwell. Shane Beamer. Oh Spencer. shit! You're right. Spencer is correct. Shane <laughs> Since is... I realized it before he said it, do I get the point? Uh, sure. Yes, it's good. All right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Ar- well argued. Uh, Mississippi State. <laughs> okay. Tony Hughes, Steve Spurrier Jr., Tony Franklin, and Zach Arnett. I'm Tony a... Franklin's not yeah, there. Yeah, Franklin's not there. Excellent. You are both within a half point of zero. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing we can do, unlike some major universities I can name, it's locate Tony Franklin at all times. Yeah, that goes for Tony Franklin, too. Here is the hardest one on the entire list to come up with a fake name for. Okay. Arkansas. Kendall Bryles, Tucker Tuberville, <laughs> Derek LeBlanc, and Barry Odom. I'm torn. What was the second one there? Tucker Tuberville. Tucker Tuberville. Which, first of all, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with shit, Tommy. I'm going to go with LeBlanc because Tucker Tuberville just seems real and terrible. So, can I have the names again? That would be Kendall Bryles, Tucker Tuberville, Derek LeBlanc, and Barry Odom. Mm. What this quiz is proving to me is that I don't actually know where Barry Odom is. Uh, LeBlanc. No. Tupperville. No. Oh, you said it. I'm counting it. Tucker Tupperville is correct. No! (laughs) 
That's so bad. It's actually not real. Okay. Oh God. The second time I thought you said Trucker Tuberville. And Trucker like, Tuberville. That's at least an ethos. I mean, that at least an has ethos some. that's not you know, Old Navy. Tucker was a walk-on quarterback at Auburn. I do not know his current whereabouts. Um, so he might be at Arkansas by the time. Uh, Holly is now uh, above zero. Excellent work. God's justice be done. Uh, just a few more. UTSA. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> Larry Fedora, Jeff Trailer, Tyrone Nix, and Barry Lunny Jr. I just like saying his name. Barry Lunny Jr. Larry Fedora felt washed all the way down to UTSA. I find that hard to believe. Work is work. All right, Fedora. All right. Holly is up to one and a half points. Sink it, Work buddy. is work, huh? Which, which brings I'm us get, to I'm Missouri. the next five wrong. <laughs> Two more and then it's bonus round time. Jason, this is hard. This is yeah, yeah, hard. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I do not blame anyone who doesn't know uh, special teams coordinators and offensive guard coaches. Mizzou, <laughs> speaking of things not known, Mike Bobo, Curtis Looper. Yeah, him. Wow. And David Gibbs. Gibbs. I'll say Bush Hamden. Mike Bobo is not at the University of Missouri. Well, more power to them. I believe he's at the other Columbia. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and finally, in regular round, the only time the school will ever be regular, Washington State. Okay. Craig Stutzman, Jake Dickert, Dwayne with an I, Bradshaw, and Paul Rhodes. Fascinating. I'm going to say Paul Rhodes. Paul Rhodes. Unfortunately, Paul is, Country Rhodes. He is extremely Pullman in, in spirit, but he is not there at this time. Our current score is Holly negative 0.5, Spencer negative 4.5. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for bonus round one Colorado State. Which of these four coaches is not on Steve Adazio's coaching staff? Huey Adazio, Dewey Adazio, Louie Adazio. And Chuck Heater. Shit. Which of them is not on Adasio's staff? Uh, Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. The correct answer is Louie. Oh, wait. Ah, no, I fucked it up. Louie is the one who is. I'm sorry. Oh, I completely bricked that one. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get wait, how many phones did you lose? Yeah, uh, so, so Jason is down. Right. I'm going to put myself on here and give myself uh, zero, which puts me... Ahead of Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Colorado. Your choices are Brett Bielema, Brett Bielema, Brett Bielema, and Brett Bielema. Ooh, uh, C. I'm going to go with A. Correct. Correct. Holly is your winner at one and a half points. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bert has not actually been hired by Colorado (laughs) as of recording, but come on. Who could I uh I am astonished by how much I do not know about where people actually are. It, Both yeah. in college football generally, you know, but yeah. Like if you told me if you told me by the way like the the living or dead game where you're like, "Yeah, is this person alive or dead?" Uh I'm consistently a low percentile performer on that. Yeah, putting this together affirmed for me that like 
these coaches change jobs way too much. I mean, this is the thing that's, you know, long been known. Players can't change jobs, but coaches can. But, like, my God. Like, you, you, you could fill out one of these looking at nothing but who was in the game a year earlier. And enough changes would have probably happened that it would be difficult to keep track. Anyway, that is the coaching carousel game for this year. Holly is your, your, your coaching tracker champ. As we all predicted, I'm as surprised as anyone. Uh, yeah, so that's the end of the game. Uh, do we have any, <laughs> any, uh, anything else for this podcast episode this week? Jason, which staff did you, uh, which staff did you think contains the most, the greatest percentage maybe of hopeless retreads? Mm. Well, Alabama, if you look at the analyst staff, th- that's just not fair. You mm. got a Stoops in there. You got a Butch in there. What well, which you got Stoops? Charlie Strong in there. You got uh, there's another guy. I'm even forgetting another former head coach. But in terms of uh, actual position coaches, I mean, if you have a Weiss Junior, like I, he shouldn't. You know, the, the the sins of the father shouldn't shouldn't come down to the son. But but what if the son is bad at coaching football? He might be pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, he might. He gets no. He gets good reviews. I, like, I just think if you have a Charlie Weiss on your staff, you're you're treading on dangerous. No, at, at both at both Florida and Florida Atlantic, his previous stops, um, two of his previous stops, Charlie Weiss Jr. got pretty good reviews from like coworkers and in terms of dealing with players. So um, that was like the irony being he wasn't the one who was paid to coach at Florida. That would be his dad who was very bad at his job there. Very, very bad and paid handsomely for it, but that's okay. He went on to redeem himself at Kansas. A place where that happens. <laughs> Another thing I did not really, uh, I did not know, like we opened by talking about, didn't know Joe Moorhead went to, you know, Oregon at all. Just remembered, like found that out today which shows you how the offseason has been going so far. I I always wonder when you have a guy who was like recently fired and did not take a year off. I don't know. Like you could pay coaches salaries. Why not take a year off? Like if you're making that much and you got fired, you're real tired. Would you just jump feet first back into it? I feel like coaches like working too much. Yeah. That's why you should take a year off. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a, I'm not saying that is a good thing about yeah. them. I'm saying that that's their problem. And uh, I guess that's why we're not coaches, I guess. I mean, the people who have, I, I know that like Gene Chizik, when he started working for ESPN, was astonished by basic things that everybody else gets to do in life, like take uh, a vacation that doesn't happen on four days in June, right? They like he was like, yeah, you could go on a cruise. It's crazy. They put you on a boat. They just pay for everything. <laughs> yeah, Gene, that's that's what a lot of other people get to do. Let's just take like a boring ass cruise if they want to. You know, maybe not work nineteen hours a day. Doesn't seem like you know. Doesn't seem sustainable. But you know, that's just me. I feel like the um, the Lane Kiffin cruise is something that Ole Miss will probably start pretty soon. Yeah. Like that, that has the most celebrity novelty cruise energy of any coaching stuff. I, I, honestly, you could do an egg bowl cruise. 
Like people would no. people would pay money for that. I, I you couldn't in terms of safely bringing it back to port. Okay, you could in terms of selling tickets. Like yeah, a lot of people would sign up too. I just feel like I feel like that automatically that's good for one one terrifying norovirus infection mm-hmm. right that's the egg bowl cruise too it's now by being the egg bowl cruise susceptible and prone to every misfortune of the sea all at once if the egg bowl cruise came back to boat came back to port in biloxi and they're like yeah i don't know 50 of the passengers just disappeared just were raptured like some <laughs> kind of damon lindelof yeah targeted rapture yeah <laughs> raptured by the lord no not exactly <laughs> well who else is out there by, by a god yeah let's put it that way by a god we don't know which one but one yeah one of the aztec gods just also someone's getting drunk and peeing on the buffet and being like how you like that huh even though it's their food because nobody knows how to act when it comes to the, the egg bowl so yeah egg bowl cruise no Lane Kiffin, like Gronk Cruise yeah. style. I think that's, we might have just given them money. Yeah. Also, coaches on a cruise is a great concept because they'll still want to watch film, right? So they'll be like, all right, it was great doing this shot off of an ice slide, y'all. It was really good. I got a good breakdown. Most tour- rooms in a cruise ship don't have windows and are like flat and featureless, so you can easily run a projector screen. Yeah, that's where they're going to be holed up, right? They'll just be like, they'll be forcing the festivity, right? Woo, hottie toddy. That was really cool trying to, to to play the game where we all try to carry a watermelon without using our hands. But uh, now I got to go, you know, look at Charleston Southern film. Bye. It might be good to put them on a boat because, like, you can't change jobs, really, when you're on a boat. I mean, you could agree to a new job, but, like, <laughs> you can't start recruiting for, like, a week. So, like, maybe maybe what we do is every December, like, right around signing day, we just ship all the coaches somewhere, and, and they have to wait to ship back before they can take new jobs. The dead, like, actually, this would be really good. Just put everybody on a boat during the dead period, right? When you're not supposed to be contacting recruits anyway. Program stays clean, right? Unless you send, like, ship to shore, right? <laughs> ship to shore. You're looking good today, champ. Can't wait to see you in Rebels colors. Maybe the smart thing to do is bury your coaching staff. (laughs) (laughs) You could just do the hunt for red October thing. There's been a reactor leak. There's not even a reactor in the building. There is now. 